Hello and welcome to the Geekatorium podcast number 69. I mean, I mean, there's, you know, 69. I mean, I shouldn't, but 69. <laughs> okay, okay, look, hope you enjoy this episode. We're talking about loads. Again, spoilers, because we do talk about stuff that Again, we watched it last week, so hopefully you've seen it by now. But we're talking about WandaVision. We're talking about Snowpiercer. We're talking about Solar Opposites, which is now on Disney's Star Channel. We're talking about God of War and Minecraft. We have yet another Sodium story around Chris Evans and the MCU. So please listen into that. We'd love to know what you think of it. And we have a Fantastic Five based on video game adaptations. And wow. Wow, that was a difficult one. Listen, have have a listen. Tell us what you think. Again, we'd love to hear your opinions. We hope you enjoy this podcast. If you do, go give us a follow on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. If you just search for The Geekatorium, you can find us and get involved. And if you want to maybe support us a little bit more, we do have a Patreon. So you can sign up on patreon.com forward slash The Geekatorium. Throw us a little bit of extra support and... In return, we'll give you some little extras that uh, regular listeners don't get. So things like stuff that we've cut out, behind the scenes footage, and access to our super secret Discord where you can help us shape the future of the podcast. But without further ado, let's go into the podcast. I'm okay. A little tired, but yeah, no, I'm fine. Uh, I've, I've, I'm, 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 I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous, but that's good. Why are you nervous? Because I've got to do a gig tonight. By the time this podcast goes out, the gig will have been done. But, yeah. uh, but right now it's, uh, it's, it's gig night and, uh, it's, I, it, it, I mean, it's good to be nervous. It means you care. That's that's the mm-hmm. thing. It's always good mm-hmm. to be nervous. Uh, yeah. you, you, you never want something to go wrong. I think, uh, in, in in the line of entertainment, I just think nerves are a good thing. Uh, yes. So so I'm not I'm not worried that I'm nervous, but mm. I do have that slight anxiety of just like oh will it go okay? Will my singing be okay? Because my singing recently is not because I don't get to sing properly a lot at all. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, the walls are thin. You know, I can hear my neighbours when they sing. Yeah. Uh, so so that that definitely means they can hear me when I sing. And hearing someone practice singing is very different to hearing someone performing singing. Yes, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so it's like, you know, when you hear someone practice the violin, it's awful because you hear a lot of wrong notes. That's the thing with practice. It's to, it's to, it's to get all yeah. the wrong notes out of your system. That's what it's about. Yeah, uh, so absolutely. so, so I, 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 I hate practicing singing when I know there are at least three flats that can hear me. Oh, mate. One above yeah. and one on either side. There's definitely at least three flats that can hear me sing. So yeah. it's, uh, it's, 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 it's tricky. It's tricky to try and do it to my full potential because I feel I'm always holding a little bit back, a little bit back, holding it back. But otherwise, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Um, I'm just getting on with shit, man. Just getting on with shit. It's been a busy week streaming. 
Mm-hmm. Very busy week streaming. Yeah. Um, we had an experience on Wednesday, didn't we? We really did. We really did have an experience. Um, and, well, you experienced it more than I did. It was, <laughs> you know, I, I, I was just there for the ride. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just there for the ride, but it was it was really fun. Uh, and yeah, I've just been, you know, spirits have been, despite the fact that I'm tired and overworking myself, I feel in really good spirits. I do actually feel in good, good. spirits. Yeah. What about yourself? I'm okay. Um, very tired. We uh, had a little bit of a celebration last night um, and drank a lot. Um, cracked open that whiskey. Well, I hope it was only you drinking. <laughs> yes, it was only me drinking. So cracked open that whiskey. Nice. Um, it was um, it was very nice, very nice whiskey. Aged in American uh, oak. Yeah, it's very sweet. It's oh. a very sweet whiskey. Nice. Um, I like which that. You, you get, which is really it's, it's really nice. Um, and then had some very fancy ass beers with that as well. What uh, constitutes a fancy ass beer? Listen, if it has three letters at the end of it, it's a fancy ass beer. <laughs> 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 Any letters at the end of it, like right? Because like, you, you're like Stella Artois. That's just no, that's not fancy. That's not fancy. It's just got it yeah. sounds fancy, but it's not fancy because like everyone drinks that. It's lager, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. However, yeah. when you drink something that's called like Goose Down IPA, then you're <laughs> then you're on fancy ass. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what I'm talking about, right? When the names don't like you know Budweiser. That's not fancy. That's not fancy. That's not fancy at all. You know. So is it sort of like, IPA? So fancy so what you're saying is IPA is the beer equivalent of an OBE. Yeah, exactly, exactly that. Because you've got IPA, then you've got DIPA, and then you've got. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to call them sir? Yeah. When you're when you're when the drink when the beer that you're drinking is described by the color that it is then because right because you don't go like oh i'm having a pale budweiser no (laughs) (laughs) i had a i had a chestnut ale last night that's what i had wow okay yeah that's not it's not it's describing the color the color oh okay so it wasn't like chestnut flavored no 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 i mean it was a little bit nutty like it had a nutty finish Mm -hmm. um and it was quite nice but there was no nuts in it no obviously no nuts in it um but it was a is described as a chestnut ale. So as I said, if if your if your drink, if your beer, your lager, whatever, has either a color description within its name or letters at the end of it, then it's fancy as right. Then that's that, and those are the only beers that I drink now. Like I, I'm I'm terrible. I'm the worst. I'm middle aged. <laughs> <laughs> You're starting to. Do you think you know when something you know. Which is fair for for like warnings because I know that you you live with this sort of situation mm. where uh, something that contains nuts can be quite dangerous. Yes. Um, do you think that something that tastes nutty but isn't made with nuts should have on it? It's okay for people with nut allergies to drink this. Yeah, it should it's be like, called. I can't believe it's not nutty. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I, it, we were at a convention a few years ago, and there was we came across this uh, stand made fudge. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's uh, it's USP was that it didn't use nuts at all, mm. and it had a peanut butter flavored fudge. Okay, nice. Okay, so I right, so I tried it. You know, so my wife was very curious because obviously you can't have nuts. Yeah. And so we, I tried a little bit of it because you had some free samples. And I was like, 
I almost fell to the floor and wept. Because <laughs> it's been so many years since I've had peanut butter. And my God, did this stuff taste like peanut butter. <laughs> I remembered the sweet taste. <laughs> the sweet, salty taste. And so like, I had this peanut butter fudge and it was, it tasted, genuinely tasted so good mm. um, and tasted like peanut butter. So my wife tried it and she went, oh, yeah, I can see why people would like this. And I'm like, no, you're supposed to love it. <laughs> you're supposed to love it. So we buy tons of it and then I can just eat it all. <laughs> That's the thing, but it's maybe in that context, like, you know, putting that in, in cake, like peanut butter in cake or like the cupcake mm-hmm. frosting and all of that sort of stuff. That's, that's when peanut butter comes into its own. You know, mm-hmm. that's, that, mm-hmm. that's, that's mm-hmm. the good stuff. No, right man. I, 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 you know what? You keep it simple. You keep it simple. Right. I used to have this as a post-workout recovery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go to the mm-hmm. gym, go for a run. Yeah. One banana. Yeah. One spoonful of peanut butter. Oh yeah, no. See, th- this is what I used to do when I when I was gymming. When I was, uh, mm, you know, which I mm. I need to start doing, but you know, COVID. Um, but yeah, one thing that I used to do, uh, it was it was this was sort of my breakfast because I was mm. I was really into my working out. I was doing it every other day. I was really getting yep. into shape. Uh, so my breakfast was some of the the, the protein powder. It would be the chocolate flavored whey protein yep. powder, a banana, mm. some ice. Mm. Um, and peanut butter mm. and a little bit of honey, mm. blend that up. And mm. it was like a banana peanut butter, like ice cream smoothie. And nice. it was, it was, it was delicious, but obviously as well, a, quite a healthy breakfast. I, I, in, in that I would not be hungry until maybe like three o'clock after that. Yeah. 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 You know, so it, it really filled you up and it was, it was great. It was great. Uh, nice. I, I missed the body I had when, when I was doing that. <laughs> lockdown body is a uh, very different. There's like dad, dad bod and lockdown bod. <laughs> yeah. And working in a place where you can get discounted wine. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Wine bod. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Wine Love bod. It. That's what I got. Wine bod. That's what Have I got. Have you got a wine bod hole? <laughs> that's, that's me when I wake up in the morning. Has anyone got a wine <laughs> bottle? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, okay, cool. It's, yeah. it's, been, it's been fun. It's been fun. What have you been watching this week? So, uh, well, I mean, shall, shall we talk, shall we start at the beginning? Shall we start with the big? Let, let's start. Yeah. Yeah. Go on then. Sh- should we do the big thing? We can do the big thing. Yes. Let's do the big thing. Let's start with the big thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Division. Oh my God. Give me your thoughts on Division. Well, there were, so the, I, I quite, I quite liked it. I, and, and, and some of, some of it, I feel a bit vindicated because uh, I was correct. You saw Wanda break into sword. Well, not, she didn't break into sword. You didn't see her leave sword. That was the thing. They, you, all they showed you was her breaking the glass, but then you didn't see her taking the body or grabbing the body or leaving with the body. And she didn't leave with the body. So I thought that was, I felt sort of vindicated. I was like, oh, well, some of my theory was correct there. Some of that was correct. Um, I think it, well, here's, here's the lie. Here's the big lie from last week's episode. Here's the big lie. It wasn't Agatha all along. No. It wasn't. It wasn't. No. 
the things that were Agatha all along, like you were led to believe that it was Agatha all along. That's what that yeah. song implied. Yeah. Who's been pulling all the evil strings? Who's been messing around with everything? It wasn't. It was Wanda. But Agatha, I, I like the idea though. I like the idea that it was, Wanda was doing something and Agatha went, what's that over there? It's like, you know, when you're cooking something and, and, yeah. and, and the dog goes, what, what's that? What are you doing over there? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what Agatha yeah. was. Wanda was cooking something up, and and uh, Agatha's like, "Oh, what's mm, tasty magic? Mm, tasty, mm. tasty magic." She see, and it, uh, part of another one of my theories was that she wanted Wanda's magic. That seems to be the case because Wanda's magic comes from a cosmic cosmic entity, for the most part. It seems like Wanda may well this 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 could really be the early stages of mutants. Well, do you know, you know, in the comics, um, mm. Wanda's original mutant power. Do you know what it was? It was uh, the uh, the. It was like domino, like probability, wasn't it? Yes, exactly. Which yeah. is why I liked that little call in the, the probability in, hex. Yes, yeah. exactly. So yeah, yeah. Okay. So okay. so it seems that that so she's gone. How how can, how can you be this powerful? How can you be this powerful? And mm. then then she does go. Oh, okay. So it turns out that she always had this dormant. Um, like which, which magic ability like Dr. Mm. Strange in a lot of ways, you know, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a magic ability, but the infinity stone just amplified it, just mm-hmm. amplified it magnificently. Yep. So, uh, so I, I like that. I like that. I like mm-hmm. the tease that we are mm. going to be getting Scarlet Witch in the full original comic costume garb. Uh, mm. That looks really cool. Uh, the fact that they've now dropped the actual name. Now, that the, the idea, though, that the Scarlet Witch, does it feel to you a bit Dark Phoenixy? A little bit. Yeah? A little bit. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's, no, it yep. wasn't just me. It wasn't just me, then. No, no. no, it, no. It's, it's a bit Dark Phoenixy. And, and when I say Dark Phoenixy, um, a, a little bit like the bad Dark Phoenixy, where it was always inside her all along kind of thing. Mm. That's, it's, a little, it's a little iffy there. Uh, but yep. if the idea that she's some reincarnation of an ancient myth, that's a little, uh, I, I, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know yes. how I feel about that. Part of me thinks, oh, that's quite an interesting take. Another part's like, eh, I think they could have done better. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I get that. Okay. okay. And the big finale, uh, you know, the mid credit scene, just to quickly say, after the picture I'd sent you in a text saying, do you think like, we're probably going to have this vision? Because he wasn't that colour at the end of Infinity War. In fact, he seemed to have more colour. Like when his body was taken apart, it seemed to have more of the purple colour back. Because at the end of yeah. Infinity War, he was grey. He was very mm-hmm, grey. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. when they took his body apart, he was purple. He, you know, yeah, he wasn't yeah. that bright purple, but he was purple. Yeah. But that white, I mean, that's like well, hip hop video the, in the 90s white. That is... That's, wh- that's white vision from the comics, white. Yes, but also, yeah. but also yeah. like Puff Daddy, you yeah, know yeah, that yeah, yeah, kind totally, of like totally. bling, bling white. Uh, Every spell you. <laughs> what if though? Because because this is something I said in the text. I haven't said it. What if White Vision has James Spader's voice? I mean, he won't. But that would be great. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> That cool. would be great. Good thoughts. That would Good be thoughts. great. What if, what if, because yeah. you didn't hear him speak yet. Do you think as well, like, has he been reprogrammed to be sword? Like, have they already been tinkering? Or is he, 
going to not have any memories at all like that is it going to be vision versus vision uh all of that well, yes. sort of stuff. i mean like it's definitely gonna be vision versus vision which and vision versus which and vision like it's going to be that's 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 what's going to be happening mm. um how much of this vision retained like the question's going to be this vision is built on the actual vision yeah yeah so the question is, is have, yeah, as you said, have S.W.O.R.D. managed to do a complete reprogram of the vision? Um, you know, the, essentially, he's, they've put him back together and they've managed to repower him from the hex. Mm. So how much of the original vision remains? Because remember in Infinity War, they were saying that maybe the best parts of vision are actually in vision himself rather than in the Mind Stone. Mm. How much did Shuri manage to do before she was interrupted? Yeah. So is, so is there, and in that case, Will we see either a vision that is a initially initially based on the programming that Sword maybe like you know Hayward and stuff tried to put into it, but then reasserts himself as he fights himself? Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, you're well, you're talking like or, like Superman three, Superman v Superman kind of vibe. Yeah, going on. yeah. Or 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 maybe we see um, Wanda's vision. Hey, Wanda vision. Hey. Um, <laughs> Maybe we see that vision integrate somehow with the new body vision. But I'm going to say that I was right from the beginning. What do you mean? As in, this is this is how we're going to see vision brought back to life. Yes. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 totally. Well, well, you say that. We don't know if he's going to be destroyed by the end of this. It, it, well, it could I, go I, that I, way. I, I, I still think we're going to see vision back. Okay. I don't, you know, they made such a big thing at the age of, you know, the end of, um, at the end of Ultron. Mm. Um, they were like very much you are the, these are going to be the new Avengers moving forward so included Scarlet Witch included Vision included uh, War Machine um, they Falcon. were going to be the Falcon they were going to be the new Avengers moving forward um, so they made a big deal about that and they've made a big deal about WandaVision in its promotion and stuff like that so like you know oh yeah Vision's going to be in this and I don't think I don't think this is a Picard situation where we're saying goodbye to to Data no yeah, no, no, where no, the, no no where this this show has been written to say say goodbye to Data I think this this show was the mechanism to bring back Vision um, yeah. as well as tell the, an amazing story yeah um, and you know about great. the background yeah uh, to, to tell an amazing story this episode for me was simultaneously my favorite episode mm. and the episode I enjoyed the least. No, I I, I agree because it, it it there's 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 so much that didn't happen. There was none of Monica. There was none of yeah. um what happened with the what, what the resolution of the snoop is going to snoop scene at the end. You know there was none mm, of that. Mm. It was it was um uh, an information dump. It was an exposition dump. It was you know. But well, it was yeah. It was it was it was partly that, but also partly setting up the the finale. Mm. And like, I loved this episode because of the backstory. So I loved seeing them finally expanding on the, on the death of her parents and being trapped inside the apartment with the Stark uh, missile for days. Um, and I love that they sort of added them that thing that actually the reason it didn't go off for days is actually probably because of Wanda. Yes. Um, and I liked that. I liked seeing her get her powers. I thought mm-hmm. that was really, really, really nice. And one thing I really liked, um, because I don't think it got touched on enough, it was quite a jump going from Age of Ultron to Civil War, to Infinity War, and seeing the relationship between Wanda and Vision. Because if you're a comic book reader, you go, oh yeah, they're going to end up together and married. Yeah, yeah. But if you are just a casual moviegoer, 
or or your only your only um sort of touch point of the M- of Marvel is the MCU. You're going from three movies going how have these three how have these two like why are they in Edinburgh now on a romantic getaway? It seemed like a bit of a jump. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Like there was no sort of it, it's the same as sort of that uneasy sort of like why are Bruce Banner and Black Widow now mm-hmm. uh, yeah. almost yeah. an item? Do you know you know what I mean? It, it I didn't it. seem to I be know what you mean. There wasn't sort of a build up to it. It was like suddenly they are. And so I like my actual favorite scene in those flashbacks was the one where they were watching Malcolm in the middle of the Avengers compound and seeing that the real deve- the real beginnings of that relationship and why they got so close because Vision was that person who was there for Wanda and they grew together and that's that, that that's what I like that was that was the bit I liked the yeah, most in that I just want to highlight how beautifully written that was especially the the the, the line the line of, what is grief what is grief if not love persevering Jesus yeah. Christ that's beautiful yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. And all of those flashbacks actually like it was I don't know if it was just me, maybe I was tired, but mm. when when you see her as the little girl watching the Dick Van Dyke show, yeah. I was welling up. Yeah. It was yeah, a beautifully yeah. shot and beautifully put together just like I I I felt the nostalgia with her. I felt that joy with that little girl. I was like this is so wonderfully done. I, I just also yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah no absolutely i think it was really well sh- like this is the thing i think i think it was one of my favorite episodes but as i said it was like it felt it was, I, I enjoyed it as mm. the least because it was like oh nothing's really happening it's just a lot of storytelling yeah. which i'm fine with like i'm really really fine with and i think we needed that and oh my god if if wanda isn't a lot of people's favorite character in the mcu now then you're not enjoying the mcu yeah. full stop yeah. no she's brilliant she's got she's got one of the richest backstories and her arc has been insane. And actually, because I, I, I used to think, oh, they're not really doing enough with Wanda in the in the movies. Mm. I was like, they're really, really not. But now I'm like, wow, they waited. They just waited. They knew that they knew what they were going to do and they waited. Um, so yeah, it's it's an interesting episode because as you said, it's an info dump. It's not the most enjoyable episode, but I think it's the most important episode. Yeah. I may, I, there's, there's, there's two things I just want to say more of uh, just quickly is the, the Agatha flashback at the beginning was, uh, it was fine, but it's a, a little unnecessary. It's like something that could have been talked about within 20 seconds and then we didn't need a full scene for it. It could have been said, mm. well, this happened and this happened. I don't know. It just, it, it was the only thing that felt a little off from the whole episode and also they did not need to use de-aging effects on her like you know she th- th- it was clear that they were using a de-aging thing on mm. Catherine Hahn and it, it was unnecessary if she's an ancient creature uh, an ancient witch it doesn't matter how old she looks there it just I don't know yeah. it's just a bit weird um the other thing though there's there's a slight I don't know if this is a plot hole as such but I find it a little weird mm. Wanda says when she woke up from the blip, she's yep. obviously back in Wakanda. Yeah. And obviously Vision is gone. Yes. Why was Vision taken away from Wakanda? Because, like, he was made with stolen vibranium. I'm surprised that the Wakandans wouldn't have put up any kind of fight to keep well, Wakanda, Wakanda would have been in it, like so. It I, would have I been don't in turmoil, know. Yes, obviously. Yeah, Wakanda would have been in turmoil because there's no Black Panther because 
T'Challa's. No king. And, and, no king. and Shuri. Shuri was uh, 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 yeah. blipped as well. There was no royalty. There was no ruling family. Mm. Also, you know, because of the events of Infinity War and because of the events of Black Panther, actually, uh, Wakanda was more open to the outside world. So mm. there's nothing to say that there was, you know, a sword team went in to do a clear up and, you know, and just took the body. You know, it's like, mm. it's a, I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But I think you have to, at the same time, trying to make trying to make something up off the top of my head. No, of course. <laughs> I, would, I would just put in that the team probably, like there's probably a cleanup team went in straight away or as quickly as possible, you know, considering how much of a mess the world would have been. And because the world was such a mess, they could just take what they want. You know what I mean? Mm. Like in terms of like mm. off the battlefield. Well, um, now that I've just thought about it, the, the people that were left behind there. So when I think about that last scene, it was Captain yeah. America sat by Vision's body. So yeah. they probably did take their body back to the event, the Avengers yeah, compound. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. No, while he yeah. was made of, while he was made yeah. of stolen vibranium, he was still an Avenger. Yeah. So, yeah. um, the, the, the bigger question is where, how did S.W.O.R.D. get a hold of the body? But also that's the other thing as well is, um, yeah, Hayward is evil. Or maybe not evil. Maybe he's, you know, he's, he's, he's trying to make a sentient weapon. For what reason, we don't know. Um, but if it's anything, like, is, is he Hydra? Probably not. No, um, I don't think he's Hydra. It's, I, think it's, I think it's the same way that Nick Fury was making Hydra weapons in, in uh, Avengers Assemble. Yeah. yeah, 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 he's just, he's, he's well, uh, he's also, like, Sword is probably, Sword has probably still not made its name yet uh, in, in the government, as it were. So mm. the, the bringing Vision back to life uh, would be there putting them on the map and then getting more contracts and et cetera, et cetera, yeah, corporate, yeah. blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I think it's more, I think it's as shallow as that for him. I think it's yeah. as shallow uh, as yeah. that. And so, oh, so this, so this is the other thing I was going to say, right? So there's like, um, all these theories that have been going out and everyone's theories, of, this is how they're going to like, and we've said them as well. We've said them mm -hmm. as well. And I think, you know, sometimes we get, I think people get carried away with what could happen in a TV show. It's going to be the Fantastic Four. It's going to be the X-Men. It's going to be mutants are yeah. going to be here. Everything's like, do you know what? A lot of the times I think we forget as fans is that actually they're trying to tell a specific story. Mm -hmm. They're not trying to think about what other stories they can bring in. And actually, usually what happens is that everything that's within this story is a little bit more mundane than we expect. Yeah. Um, and that's not a bad thing because actually it's a good thing because it means they're actually focusing on telling one good story rather than trying to set up 10 stories. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. It's like what, what we'll find is that um, you know, we now know that Sword exists properly. Like Sword was teased in at the end of Captain. Was, no, it was teased at the end of uh, Far From Home, Spider Man. Yeah, sorry. So, so Sword is teased at the end of Far From Home, and now we've got Sword, and now we'll see Sword moved on. And like what the MCU has, I think people what for, what people forget in the MCU is that most movies. In fact, all the movies kind of just stand alone. They yeah. do. They all stand alone. The idea is that you should be able to sit down and watch Thor without having to watch Iron Man. Yeah? Mm -hmm. But what there is, is that within that movie, is that there's a tease, one setup, one setup, and maybe maybe one callback, but really one setup for something else. And usually that's in the mid credit scene. It's not even part of the story, you know? So like, if I, let's take Thor as the example. What's the setup in Thor? 
what, what what is set up for the next movies in Thor? Apart from Thor becoming Thor, the Tesseract is uh, seen. Well, what's the mid credit scene again in Thor? It's uh, Selvig uh, going yeah. into the basement with Nick Fury, but it was it was it was slightly weird because Loki was there, and it seemed was already influencing Selvig. Yeah, which was a so, bit odd because that's not what. But actually the, the, the point was that was a separate scene aside mm. from the film. They spent the whole film setting up just Thor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Winter Soldier is an example where you could take it other side. So because Winter Soldier, what Winter Soldier did was destroy Shield, mm-hmm. and that changed the entire MCU. But once again, you could watch Winter Soldier in isolation. Um, the only things that were set up in that were obviously Bucky is back mm-hmm. and um, S.H.I.E.L.D. has been destroyed because of Hydra. But again, those are things that happen within the movie. They don't actually, you know, they they don't actually, they're not entirely necessary. Like, mm. we're not having the, oh, by the way, if you're watching the back of this scene, you can see Cyclops. Yeah. You know, there's nothing yeah. like that. There was like one little reference to Stephen Strange and then that's that's pretty much it in Winter Soldier. Yeah. There, there is one yeah, exactly. where Stephen Strange's so, name is mentioned and that's it. The point I'm getting at is um, it's fun to theorise and it's fun to, you know, come up with these sort of theories and stuff like that. And like a lot of people have in terms of fans. But one thing to do, be careful of, is that you don't set yourself up for disappointment. Because nine times out of ten, it is going to be your theory should be in terms of what is happening within this story and what is going to drive this story forward, as opposed to ooh, I really want to see the Fantastic Four. I hope the Fantastic Four are coming. Is oh, this reference yeah. must mean the Fantastic Four are in here. Actually, do you know what? I'm actually now starting to think when she turned around and said there was a scientist that she knew. Yeah, I'm now starting to think that was it. You know, and actually it can be as mundane as that. No, but it also, no, that it, it's, that's it. But they said it in a way that gets you talking. Yeah, It doesn't exactly. matter what the payoff was. Yeah. The fact was it got everyone talking about it. Well, I also think that maybe, I think because of the, because of the way that geek culture is and the way that Marvel is and stuff mm. like that, and because like, uh, the people who tend to be the people who are theorizing this are people who have spent years investing themselves in the MCU, investing themselves in Marvel comics, understand the backstories and mm-hmm. this, that, and the next thing. So when they hear something like that, they think they think that literally everything is a we think, and we've done it as well. We think that everything is literally a call for something else. It's literally a, a, a trigger for something else. Whereas, do you know what? Most people, most people. Mm sit they watch an episode and they go oh that was a really good episode i can't wait to see what happens next week and then they don't forget about it. they don't they they forget about it for a week until the next episode they don't spend a week watching the episode over and over again slowing down frames um, <laughs> rewinding and pausing and then trying to match it up to other stuff that's happened they don't and you know what i don't think the writers do that either I think the writers, they're trying to tell one specific story, the story of WandaVision, yeah? Yeah. And what they will have is they'll have little nods that will be, hey, isn't this cool? We'll, we'll reference this thing that happened in the MCU so you enjoy that. And, oh, well, we are going to set up a tease for maybe either A, the next episode, or B, something that is possibly going to happen in the future. Because don't forget... 
there are plot holes in the MCU that have been created by future directors. Yes. We've talked about it. Yeah. We've talked about the Russo brothers creating plot holes and have actually said that. Because mm. what happens is, as the MCU has evolved, yes, Kevin Feige has done a great job of like guiding the MCU in a certain direction. But as it has evolved, they haven't written all the scripts in advance. No, of course not. What, no, no, no. What they've said is like, we're wanting to get to this end point. So this is, we're going to have all these stories that are going to connect in some way to get us to this end point. Yeah. So what then happens is a bunch of writers and directors come in and they work on their story and they're told, we need you to drop in something that can connect it to here or builds up to here. Yeah. yeah. And also feel free to drop in a reference from older movies and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's why we actually do have plot holes in the MCU because someone will say, okay, I'm going to leave this Easter egg here. I mean, look at Incredible Hulk. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good. No, the other one is the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, where mm. James Gunn put in the Adam Warlock cocoon in the background yeah. of, uh, in the collector's collection. And now he's set up a different cocoon for Adam Warlock. And he, because he did say, oh yeah, that's Adam Warlock's cocoon. When, when he, yeah. when, like he said, oh yeah, that's what that is. And now it's actually something else. So it's like, oh, there is a... And that's his own thing. That's not like another director coming in and changing. No, so he no, did that himself. No, exactly, exactly. So I think sometimes I think... I think I need to be... I'm saying I'm, I think for myself, myself, I need to be better uh, when I'm starting to come up with... Fat, come up with my theories of mm. shows like this is to maybe ditch the stuff where it's like, do you know what? Like the, the, the big reveal this week? Yeah. What was it? Pietro. Pietro. Fiatro, he's just a, he's just someone being controlled. Yeah, he's 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 just a, yeah, he's a, but he's a fictional thing. Like yeah, he, he was he's, sort he's, of created he's, from he's, nothing. He wasn't pulled from a universe. He was just created yeah. from nothing. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not how they're going to bring in uh, the X Men or the <laughs> multiverse. Or the yeah, multiverse. What it was was a lovely little nod to. Yeah. The fact that there was another Quicksilver. It was like it's, it's the writers going, oh my, oh my god, do you know what would be really cool? We should do this. It'll get the t- it'll get the fans talking, and they'll love it. Yeah, and it was and just like in her grief that she didn't recognize that she she just went along with what? it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I think I think for me, what I'm saying is I I think I need to recognize in myself is that I need to stop reading too much into everything. No, no, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I don't think sometimes as well. Maybe I just need to sit back and enjoy something unfolding in front yes. of me rather than theorizing because. As I said, I think the danger is sometimes you start theorizing too much and then you stop enjoying the thing that's actually happening. I don't think that's happened with One Division because I think One Division is incredible and I think everyone has enjoyed. Like most people, I have read some people who haven't enjoyed One Division. I think most people. Yeah, no, I, I, there's definitely a couple of people I've seen that that don't enjoy it. It's too slow a burn or whatever, and that's fine. Yeah, I will say that um, whilst I'm fine with it, I wasn't immensely. I wasn't immensely like enamored with Wanda creating the hex as just sort of an explosion of grief. I mean, part of it's like, okay, I, I, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. That's, that's what it is. Um, it feels just a little bit, it feels a tad lazy writing that all she did was just fall to her knees and just explode. And that's how the hex created. I feel a little bit like uh, I, I, it's cause, cause it's such a, it's such a meticulous thing when you think about what it is, you know, it's a bunch of people all being controlled. Uh, like it's, it's miles wide. Um, everyone has such 
like specific backstories. It feels like it was planned more than it was just an explosion of grief. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it feels a little bit, uh, feels a little thrown together. Um, I see. I disagree. I think it was, um, I think it was perfectly done. I also think it wasn't entirely, I think she was pushed there. Uh, obviously her interaction with Hayward and seeing Vision's body and stuff like that. Hayward knew exactly what he was doing. He was pushing her, you know, to say, hey, I want to show you this. Oh yeah, it's your it's your fiance's completely dismembered corpse. Deal yeah, with oh that. no, no, that was awful. Yeah. But I think as well though, because when she went up to the head and was like, I can't mm. feel you, which was yeah. wonderful and a heartbreaking callback. Um, I think he was hoping there and then that she would be able to bring him back. Oh no, absolutely. Of course he was. Yeah. Uh, that's why he told the, the, the troops to stand down. Yeah. But I also think like the, the moment she got to that level of grief, um, where she, where that happened, I like, I think as well, it's, um, as, as Ag- Agatha said, it's chaos magic that yes. she's, she's ha- ha- uh, using. And don't forget, she's an untrained witch. Yes. Yes. She doesn't know this. Agatha's like, how are you doing this? And she's like, I don't know. Like she doesn't know. She doesn't know how she's doing. What she's done is, like, uh, I actually. So I'm, I'm say I'm on the I'm the opposite side of you. I actually like the way. And she's created this world, but she doesn't know how she's created it. The way she's created it is through her because she's had that explosion of grief, and the thing that's comfort, the thing that has brought her comfort throughout her entire life has been sitcoms. So the the thing that she the thing that's going to bring her comfort right now are those sitcoms again. So the Dick Van Dyke Show, yeah. uh, I Love Lucy. Malcolm in the Middle. I loved all of those little references, but that was it. And so I, I was totally on board with it. I was like, yeah, I'm good with this. I'm good with this. And also, I, uh, yeah, I'm just good with it. So, yeah, there you go. WandaVision. Cool. WandaVision. Looking yeah. forward to that finale. Let's, uh, let's, yes, definitely. Let's talk, um, let's talk something new. Yes. Uh, so I, I, I watched- Let's stick to Disney Plus. Yes. Disney Plus uh, has a new section, Star. Uh, Interesting for, name. Yeah, especially because, especially when you look at it, it's like, which section of Disney Plus do you want to go in? You've got Disney, you've got Marvel, you've got the National Geographic, you've got Star Wars and Star. I would have thought they would have called it 20th Century since that's what they've renamed Fox is 20th Century. Students. Yeah, but it's um, not just the Fox stuff that's on there. It's the grown-up stuff like Ant-Man and the Wasp is now on yeah. there because that's a bit more grown-up for some reason, despite the fact that there was some quite brutal stuff in WandaVision that opening scene with the with the witches being turned pretty much into corpses and yeah, yeah, yeah that was that was quite dark for Disney plus uh, yeah. as opposed to all, all that, that Marvel section it's like if, if Ant-Man and the Wasp has to go into the grown-up section that weird weird uh, and I'm trying to think of why I guess Ant-Man had to go into the grown-up bit because of the scene with the the, the guy getting shrunk and turned into a pile of flesh i don't know it's a bit weird um anyway so you've got star i thought they would have called it hulu i thought it would have been hulu as part of disney plus yeah Yeah. um so there's a lot of things on there obviously you know this is now where i watch scrubs (laughs) fuck the channel 4 website and their adverts i've got it on disney plus now (laughs) not only that on the channel 4 website is if the adverts are playing and you decide to go to another window while the advert plays the adverts pause yep Fuck you, Channel 4. Um, <laughs> 4OD is the worst streaming service. It's, it's genuinely the worst quite streaming annoying. service. It never remembers what episode you're on either. No. If you if you if you stop an episode halfway through, even worse. If you have to be called if you have to stop an episode halfway through and you're halfway through an advert, 
Yeah. It will then completely forget what episode you've watched. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a bit, and yeah. there's no clear markings of what episodes you have watched. Yeah. So it is, and as that's why I've, I, you know what? I was watching the Venture Brothers for so long and I've given up because I, I've forgotten where I am because that's happened too many times. Oh, it, was it on the Channel 4 website? Yeah. Oh, yeah, was it? I didn't know. I've been yeah. watching it elsewhere. Uh, anyway, so uh, what I have watched is two brand new episodes. Two brand new episodes of Solar Opposites. Oh, there's three. Is there three? Oh, I only watched two. Yeah, there's, 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 watched there's two. one dropped yesterday. Oh, that's, that's my fault. Uh, I watched two and uh, it's, it's co-created by the co-creator of Rick and Morty. It is pretty much voiced by Rick and Morty. It's the same guy, Justin mm. Roiland. And um, it turns out that it's Poundland Rick and Morty. <laughs> what you ordered from Wish. Yeah. What you got from Wish. Yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not super thrilled with it, I gotta be honest. Uh maybe it just look, Rick and Morty, the first episode, I wasn't uh, hugely on board with that first episode of Rick and Morty. It took Episode two, I went, oh, okay, I've got it. Episode two of Solar Opposites, no, still still not quite there yet. I like the voice cast, like uh, the, the, the the little boy is the kid from uh, the Goldbergs. Um, mm. It's uh, Neil Flynn, the janitor, does a voice in it somewhere. I'm wondering if he's yeah. the janitor, uh, which is, would be weird, but quite apt. But the main guy, Corvo, is just Rick. Like it's, it's almost like the guy, Justin Roiland can't be bothered to do that different a voice because the voice is just so similar. It's not the same voice as Rick, but it is incredibly similar. It's the same as like Fry and Stimpy, you know, you can tell it's the same guy doing the voice and they're, they're very, very similar. It's the same with Rick and Corvo. They're just, they're t- and they're t- but the problem is, is they're too similar a character. Uh, and they, you know, they've got crazy sciencey stuff where they can create stuff. It's 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 Poundland Rick and Morty. That is what it is. And I'm I'm and I'm I'm a bit annoyed that it's got a third season. <laughs> let alone, I'm annoyed it's got a second. Let alone a third. Actually, the fact that there's going to be, I, I just I just find it not very good. Do you know what? Flash forward to next year, it's probably going to be one of my favourite shows. Yeah, I'm I'm three episodes in and. Um, I don't get it. I, 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 it's like, I, I, I like Rick and Morty is a difficult one for me as well. Cause I, I really enjoy Rick and Morty, but what's, what's ruined Rick and Morty for me is the incels. Oh yeah. Liking it as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Rick, the, the thing that <laughs> Rick and Morty fans have ruined Rick and Morty for me, um, essentially. Uh, but this is, as you said, I, it's, it's, it's just not, it's, it's the same, but it's not. Yeah. It's, it's. Not as good. I've just watched an episode. I, 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 do you care about spoilers for this? No. Okay. So this one um, was he, he. See, I don't even remember the names of the characters. That's how all I, I remember care. is Corvo. So That's Corvo the, or Yum Yalak, Corvo take, the kid, the little boy is Yum Yalak. Yeah. That's about as much as it. Corvo becomes a magician. Great. And he goes, "I'm going to do the greatest trick of all time, which is jump through a black hole." and appear on the other side and there's a whole bit like oh you've just created stargate um so there's all the references and stuff like that and then all the famous magicians try to kill him uh so penn and teller and all that right um and then of course 
you're not surprised like he obviously jumps to the black hole and dies but then doesn't die because he's done the whole i've you know i've you can hear rick you can hear it's obviously the same voice mm. you can hear it mm-hmm. and you can hear rick doing it going i prestige your ass you know and like you know it's like oh okay cool and it's like one of these ones where i'm just like again i'm the same as you i'll bet you next year i love it i bet you next year i, I talk about how great it is how because like what i can see that's different from rick and morty is that it seems to have a more clear story than rick and morty rick and morty is a series of adventures yeah you know one off you can watch every episode separately but it's a clear it's like every episode is a different story in its own right and you don't need to watch every single episode of rick and morty to understand what's going on um there's there's no real build in it there's no yeah whereas this one there seems to be okay so this there is they're going to be building this plan you know they're they're, they're wanting to leave earth so that they can go rebuild their planet so there is there the whole thing is going to be about trying to rebuild their space so there's going to be a reason you know but is it though because at the same time they've got the pupa which is supposed to be like that 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 is essentially supposed to terraform earth as well so either they're supposed to leave earth or they're supposed to kill everyone and terraform Uh. and then this last episode they they went heavily into the shrunken humans right okay okay yeah and yeah so they went heavily into that um i just don't know i just i'm just not I'm not with it. I, it hasn't made me laugh as much as I expected it to. Yeah. Um, it needs Dan just, Harmon. It needs Dan Harmon. Yeah, He's, he, I'm, it turns out that he was quite pivotal in the whole Rick and Morty thing. Well, it's, it's Justin <laughs> Roiland and it's got, and Mike McMahon as well, who's yeah. Lower Decks. Yes, yes, yes. And Lower Decks is brilliant. So maybe Justin Roiland is just the weak link. <laughs> quite possibly not quite to be possibly. mean to the guy because you know he's 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 incredibly talented um and when he does you know because he does both rick and morty uh, as the voices and when you hear him do a conversation between rick and morty just sat on his own doing it it's incredible it's incredible mm, mm. i haven't seen anything like that since the guy who does the voice of zippy and george make zippy and george have a conversation <laughs> with each other um but I, I I'm, I'll I'll keep watching it because it's something new. Um, you know, do you know what I did search for on Disney Plus? It wasn't there. Go on, Bob's Burgers wasn't there. Yeah, I'm, I'm disappointed. Disappointed. Wasn't there. But I imagine. Do you know what? There's there's a lot of stuff that you'd expect to be on there, right? And it's not there. And I think I'm going to use the word yet. Oh, of course, no, absolutely. But yeah. just so you know, I did look for it. I did well, look I'm for it. The, I mean, Amazon. Um, <laughs> so it's on Amazon Prime. You have no excuse. Um, so, yeah, it's a show that I don't know. I'll I'll keep watching it, but I'm not sold. No, not yet, not yet, not yet. I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll probably depending on how many. Hold on, let me just quickly see how many, how many episodes have been made. Uh, yeah, I was going to say how many episodes a season because you know sometimes with these things it's like thirty episodes, like The Simpsons, um, or you know some of the other shows. But Rick and Morty at the same time is only like 12 episodes a season. So let's see. So how... season one has eight episodes. Well, there you go. So just eight episodes. So I'll watch eight episodes. That's, that's not too much time out of my life. Um, yeah. yeah. It's 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can do it. Definitely. Um, it must get better if it's already been renewed. It, yeah, that's 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 a positive sign in some respects. But then at the same time, Mrs. Brown's Boys has been, uh, you know, on for years. So mm. you know that I, the fact that it's had a couple of seasons means nothing to me. Yeah, true. Okay, 
fair enough. Um, another thing I just want to uh, mention of what I've been watching, because, yeah, we've been watching a lot of Parks and Rec. Definitely, I think my favourite episode, I, I've yet to see one that's bettered it, is uh, the, the one where Leslie is ill. Well, when everyone has the flu. Yeah. That is... Flu that season. Is, the flu season episode is just brilliant. It's just brilliant. And you can see the bit where Ben falls in love with Leslie. You yep. see the bit where it happens when she's delirious, but then she gets on that podium and gives the speech that's needed to be given. And he's yeah. thinking, oh God, she's going to fuck it. She's going to fuck it. And then all of a sudden she's just on it. And you just see him like, oh shit, I'm going to marry this woman. Yeah. You actually see that. Whether that was their intention at the time or not, I don't know. But you, like, he plays it that way like, oh shit. And it's great. It's such a nice watch. I, uh, I recently watched the Model UN episode. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's so good. It's so good. Cool, cool. Um, there is one other thing that we have been watching, but you haven't caught up on it yet. But no, um, I'm happy to talk about it. Spoiler free or not? Spoiler free, because I will. I just I've got to be honest. One, it's been a busy week, as I said. Um, I, I, I did I did an extra stream this week. Uh, that, mm. And I've also been working very hard on doing the music for this gig. I've been yep. prioritizing. And I got to say, Snowpiercer was not high on my list of priorities. It really wasn't. <sighs> Is it is it is it is it worth sticking with? Have have they won any of your trust back? So, good news. Yeah, none of that suicide right. crap sure, in this sure. episode. Bad news. I'm just not invested in this anymore. It's it's just it's just really boring now. Like it's they've. It's just really, really boring. I'm not enjoying it as much as I was before. Um, it's, I'm just, yeah, I'm just bored. I'm utterly bored by it. I was just sitting on my phone through it, just going, I wonder what else this actor's been in. Yeah, <laughs> just, maybe that'll be more fun to watch right now. Yeah. Um, you know, Sean Bean's character, Wilford, he's, he's, he's evil. Cool. And everyone's scared of him. Cool. We get that. What's his end game? You know, I, I just, I, I just, I just don't care. Yeah. I just don't care anymore. And it's so disappointing after such a strong first season. Yeah. Um, and even the first episode being quite good. Um, I was like, I'm, I'm all in, I'm invested. And now I'm just like, it just doesn't seem to be going anywhere. No. And I'm just, yeah. It's what I said last week. And I'm happy to repeat myself. There's no one to root for. There really yeah. isn't. Everyone's just a terrible person. There's 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 no person that is universally right. And, you know, I know that's maybe the point is that no, there's no one who's universally right. But there's, there's I, I'm sure there's things that I could be watching that will make me feel better. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, so that's it. That's all I've got to say about um, Snowpiercer. Great. I think I'm done with it, but I, I will imagine myself watching it. Well, for, yeah, I, I will finish season two, um, whether I start season three, you know, because take something. I, it's very rare that I give up on a show like that. But the, the only the only one that comes to mind that I did give up on was Preacher. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I really gave yeah. up on that. I just went, 
done. Uh, I am I am completely done with this. Uh, it wasn't that it was uh, a diversion from the comics because I I liked the first season of Preacher. It was uh, mm, I thought mm. that was a, a that was really good, um, and I thought season two started off well, where it seemed like it was going to be a really good road trip, which is what yeah. the Preacher comic series is is a big road road trip. Yeah. Uh, but then they get to New Orleans and then they stay in New Orleans for the rest of the season. And they do the whole, um, they do the whole family of blood stuff a little bit. Too, like I didn't like that diversion from the comics because I liked that backstory uh, of the family of blood, if that's what they were called. I can't remember what they were actually mm, called. Mm. Um, it was, no, Sange, it was, it was in French. It was, a, yeah. But I did, I didn't like the way they did that. The, okay. the way they did the whole thing with his son and the, I didn't like that. I thought it was all just a bit, and then it just was a diversion from the characters in Preacher. Sorry, I've gone off on a tangent here, but the diversion from the ca- who the characters are, I was just like, this isn't the characters. Like, I don't mind that they made Tulip Black. Of course, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. But they changed the character so much that I was like, this isn't Preacher. This isn't, this isn't Preacher. Season one was Preacher. The rest of it, n- not. And I was not enjoying the hell storyline either wasn't really enjoying that of arseface uh, trying to get back from hell and then bringing hitler with him no no wasn't on board wasn't on board so i just gave up so uh that is so that and snowpiercer are shows where i'm like yeah i don't i don't need the fit i don't need the rest don't need it i'm full <laughs> i'm full I'm, I'm i'm no more thank you i, well, I didn't Fair even enough. enjoy it i didn't even enjoy it you mean you're full of a meal that you hated yeah. Yeah. That's I'm done. Yeah. Fair play. <laughs> Fair play. <laughs> so what have you been playing this week? Well, we finished God of War, uh, the, the, the 2005 OG original. Um, and yes, amazing, really good, really fun. Uh, everyone seemed to have a wonderful time. I was really happy with that. Um, the, obviously I had it on easy. Uh, so the boss fight wasn't as difficult or annoying as I remember. I don't think I died once, which is great. Um, had, had I been playing it on a normal setting, I'd probably still be playing it now. I would have been playing it on Tuesday until now and still be stuck on that final boss. Uh, (laughs) so, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad, but we started a new one as well. Started a new one. Yeah. Uh, I say a new one. I've played it. I've completed it before uh, a long time ago. And when I think about how old this game is, uh, it's as old as God of War. I think it's about that 2007, maybe, uh, which was the force unleashed. Mm. makes you cry when you realize how old that game is yeah yeah and and you see the graphics and you're like i remember the graphics being better um, yeah. yeah but oh I well know. it's a game that i really enjoyed but i don't think i want to revisit for that reason yeah yeah it's it and as i've the, the controls are, are clunkier than i remember much more clunky really? yeah really frustrating like you, you you grab something and you're like great i've 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 done the force i've i'm holding a boulder I'm holding a boulder and I'm going to throw it over. Why have you gone over there? 
it's 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 it, you aim in one direction and it goes uh, a complete different one and it's really really frustrating but again i've got it set to easy so i'm just blitzing through it and just having a wonderful time um and it's just good chat it's good star wars chat cool it's it's because it's a really good star wars story it's just a yep. shame because it was made when lucasfilm was lucasfilm and now yep. lucasfilm is owned by disney Disney have said this story is not part of the law anymore. It's not canon yeah. anymore. And it's yeah. such a shame because the whole thing of it is that um, Starkiller and his uh, Marek, uh, Darren yeah. Malik, Marek, um, it's his family crest that becomes the Rebellion the logo. Yeah. The Rebellion yeah. logo. And it's just such a lovely little thing of how yeah. you know you when you see like there's a bit where you're you're you you have to rescue bail organa and uh there's like this secret meeting where it's like you and uh layla uh, layla leia and all of that and it's it's great and momothma and all of that and it's it's mm. such a great story yeah. so yeah. It, it works and but the problem is is now rebels but part of me thinks like this could still work with rebels like you could bring in Marek and you could still have the whole secret um, Padawan thing and all of that. You could still do a lot of that. Yeah. They yeah, won't, yeah. but it's a shame. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's again, it's a game that I enjoyed years ago, but I don't think I'm ready to, re I don't think I'm going to revisit. It's one of those ones where I think I, I played once and I'm glad that I played it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah. Did you ever play the Force Unleashed 2? No. Didn't have any interest in it. It, it. it, it, The story was fine. The gameplay was annoying. It's a very short game, but it yeah. ends on such a cliffhanger. Mm. And then they never did the third. It's yeah. so annoying. So mm. annoying. And of course they never will because it's not part of the canon anymore. So, yes. so, so they have no interest in it. It's such a shame. Such a shame. Oh. But, um, but yeah, what have uh, you been Oh, just, just the usual, mate. I haven't had any time this week to play games outside of um, streaming. And actually, so actually this week, the only thing I've played is Minecraft, um, which is fun. I'm enjoying it. Um, yeah. I, I get it now. I get it. You can do the amount of stuff you can do in Minecraft is incredible. Like it's like legit incredible. I didn't oh, realize. Yeah, I saw how much. You, you were learning. You were learning everything. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, it's just about building stuff. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. It's like you you build stuff for specific reasons or you go on adventures. And it's just like this game is so much bigger than I expected. So much bigger. So, yeah, I'm actually quite enjoying it. It's definitely a game that I'm going to be playing more often, um, whether on stream or not. I, I'm definitely trying to do two things. One, play more games off stream and two play more games on stream as well mm -hmm. um and so like tonight um which it which will be already done by the time this podcast goes out <laughs> um gonna be playing some jurassic world evolution because that's what the people wanted the uh, community choice night so uh that's what got cho that's what got chosen um and yeah it's 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 fine so i'm, I'm looking forward to playing that because i haven't touched it in a few days uh, I said a few days, almost a week actually. Mm. So I haven't played that in a while. So I'm looking forward to picking that up again and just uh, building some more Jurassic Park. Yeah. Um, I should should I should I buy should I buy the DLC for tonight? Ooh. Maybe. Maybe. Ooh. I'll see. If, see how well, we'll, we'll find out by next week's podcast. Um, yes, exactly. There was uh, going to be that, there was going to be another game that that we would have both been able to talk about. Yeah, No Man's Sky, but unfortunately, my computer bugged out on it. 
my Xbox and my computer bugged out. Um, and then it turns out it was just uh, a couple of settings I needed to change. And go. now everything is fine. So It's okay. You yeah. had to settle an argument. <laughs> there was an yeah. argument going on between your tech. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's now all working. And that's that's frustrating, but also relieving. It's okay. We so. can do it again sometime. Uh, I, can we al- I can already say, like, from from the, 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 the couple of minutes that I was back in the world of No Man's Sky, I was like, it's changed again. It keeps on changing. It's changed changing. a lot. The graphics seem to have improved as well. Yes, Uh, very much so. So it's like, it looks, there's a lot more depth to it. And there was a hell of a lot more creatures, um, which... Weirder creatures too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think there's more to do. And also like, through my experiences of Minecraft, it's made me realize that I haven't even scratched the surface of No Man's Sky. Yeah. I've spent the first part of No Man's Sky building a base. But actually, there's so building several bases. But I've actually realised there's there's more there's going to be adventures out there that I haven't had started yet. There's going to be worlds that I have. There's going to be like civilizations and stuff that I haven't discovered that actually exist. So I need to do more in that game yeah. to actually get the full. Well, benefit yeah, of the, the game. thing I've, I need to do myself is you know, as I've done a couple of missions, but they're just. They're nothing missions like kill six creatures done. Uh, yeah, mine this. But there was a, there was a planet I came across though that had a whole bunch of like ruins on it, right? And you could follow these other ruins, and there would be like store a story was being told, mm-hmm. and I never completed it. I never finished it. But I'm like, but it wasn't a mission objective to do that. It was just something that I stumbled across. Yeah, and I'm like, I should follow that through and find out what the hell's going on. You yeah, know what I mean? Like yeah. there's. there's there's plenty of stuff like that. So, yeah, I think it's one of those games that I need to sort of explore a little bit more. And then, like, I think I need to get off planets a little bit more as well and go into the depths of space. And yeah. I think there's more to do in space as well. There's like, yeah. Well, so, you've yeah, got to the big it. satellite thing where you can get your missions. Have you, well, yeah, you, that's, the, 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 yeah, space station. Yeah, the, 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 space station. Well, yeah. No, the, no, but not the, the anomaly station. Do you know what I mean by the anomaly? Yeah, yeah, I think I do. The one that you can yeah. call and that's where you can also sort of meet and then there's like a marketplace where you can buy more oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the anomaly. Like that's, that. I need to start using the anomaly a lot more because that's where you can get better weapons because I've got a decent-ish gun, but having been in combat with the Sentinels properly now uh, and, and not fared well where I died for the first time, um, that was um, a pain. And the combat is not great in No Man's Sky. The combat yeah, yeah, is yeah. not great. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get it. We'll, we'll get there yeah, with the game. We we'll try again. We will. Um, but yeah, that's what we've been playing this week. So, yeah. That's what we've much. been playing. That's what we've been playing. <laughs> I've been busy this week. I've been decorating. So, yeah. So. Yes. Yeah. So, shall we, um, shall we bring some, some, some salt to the proceedings? Let us. Let us, let us uh, dehydrate. Let us, let us, let us be salt cured. Salt, salt, how much do you need? Salt, salt, just a pitch for me. Sodium chloride in my inventory where we're reading the news and it's a sodium story. Wow, so this story. This story is so annoying. Uh, and I'm, I'm just skimming it again just to make sure that that name is not here. It's not. It doesn't seem that it's the, the, the it's not the Richtman. It's not him. No. Um, but here it is. Marvel are planning Captain America 4 with Chris Evans. We need a bullshit sound effect. 
<laughs> I mean, just that size enough. Um, it could be. So when we did when we did that No Man's Sky stream the other day, uh, obviously it didn't yeah. work, and it sort of turned into a um, nerd chat. And a, a, yeah, it became an, an additional podcast. It became that. And one thing that I theorized was perhaps in the first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier would be old cap chris evans cameoing but dying like him passing away rather like you know the um peggy in winter soldier yeah yeah, yeah, you know something like that uh which i think would be a nice thing and blah 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 you know so the idea of them doing captain america 4 i don't right if they were to do this don't do a movie do a series and that series should be Cap returning the stones. Okay. And it would be six episodes, each episode a different Infinity Stone, ending with the Soul Stone and him coming face to face with Red Skull. That would be what I would do. If I was Kevin Feige, that's what I would do. Mm -hmm. This is just saying, uh, we think they're doing a Captain America 4. Yeah, Chris Evans is on board then what's the point of Falcon and Winter Soldier? What was the point of the end of Endgame? I don't think Marvel are into retconning that severely. So, the only way I could see this happening in a Captain America movie is, so, Falcon and Winter Soldier is used to set up that you know, Sam is getting used to the reins of being Captain America. And by the end of the series, he accepts that he is now Captain America. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Which means then he can move forward into a movie where he's Captain America. Captain America 4. Whatever it is. Yeah? Yeah. And the only way this would... The only way that Chris Evans could come back would be through flashbacks. And that's it. It's the only way I can accept this as a thing. Mm. Like, again, this comes back to what I was saying in this very podcast about fan theories. Mm. Like, the story has been told. Yeah. The story has been told. Um, if, it's, if the character gets utilized again, it will be through flashbacks or something like mm-hmm. that. And probably even footage that's already been, you know, they'll just, like, like they did in showing Vision's death in WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll just take the footage from a previous movie. Yeah. At most, he might return and probably do old Steve Rogers. But as you said, I think they're going to be giving him the funeral, as you said, mm-hmm. in uh, Falcon and It's just... These Chris Evans stories are just really going around a lot right now. Yeah. And it just does feel like a bit of wishful thinking. I mean, I mean, I know he's done some voice work uh, for the What If series. I'm pretty sure he's... Yeah, but uh, so is Downey Jr. Oh, of course. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But it's that, oh, we've seen him around the Marvel lot or the like in, in like the, 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 the Marvel Studios area. And the, so it's clear that he's having meetings and blah, blah, blah. Of course, he's probably having meetings. He, you know, he is tied to that character immensely. 
Mm. It could also mm. be, you know, for uh, some merch stuff or some appearances for charity work and all of that. There's 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 a shit ton of reasons why he could be um, there at the studios. And but you know, people, you know, it's it's clickbait. It's clickbait stuff. It's clickbait. Yes, it is absolutely clickbait. There's there's not going to be any more Captain America movies. Uh, n- no. Not not with Chris Evans. Uh, I don't even think there'll be a Captain America movie, uh, even if it was Falcon uh, becoming officially Captain America. If we see him in the Falk cap suit that he's worn in the comics, he'll just be, uh, uh, he'll continue to be in the movies a side character like he's always been. Because uh, I, I like Sam. I like Sam a lot. Is he the most compelling yeah. character in the entire franchise? No. Uh, there are much more compelling characters. He works best as a side character. I don't think he works best as a lead, uh, which is probably why they didn't give him a lead role. They gave him a co-lead role. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm done. I I, I just, this, this, this is, this rumor is, I think this one's actually bullshit. I think it's just Mm. bullshit. Of course it is. Um, if there was going to be a Captain America 4, it would have been announced as part of the phase. Like, you know, this is the thing. What the what Marvel don't do is they don't do... This is the next phase of movies we're doing. Oh, by the way, halfway through this phase, we've decided that we're going to drop in Captain America 4. They've never done that. No. They've never done that, right? Apart from Spider-Man. <laughs> yes, but that was yeah. exceptional circumstances. Of course, yes. Exceptional circumstances. Um, so, yeah, I just I just don't see this being true at all. Neither do I. I'm glad we're in agreement. Excellent. End of sodium stories. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck this. Fuck this to the bin. Salt, salt. How much do you need? Salt, salt. With just a pitch for me. Sodium chloride in my inventory. Where we're reading the news and it's a sodium story. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Sometimes it's just... Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. Oh no! Well, no, here's the thing: you do get it. You do get it. It's clickbait, and uh, yes, the, the, these, the the people that put these together. Um, I was going to say monsters, but they're not monsters. They're not that. No, they're just trying to make money off advertising. So yeah. Yeah. the easiest way to do that is to create these clickbaity titles um, and feed off um, the the fervor that fans have for creating their own theories about what the MCU is going to, mm. even though most of the information is already out there officially. Like this is where, this is the direction the MCU is going. Like if you look back on like the um, sort of the phase one, two and three and the announcements that were alongside them, you could probably like looking back on it now, looking at the announcements, knowing where it has been gone, you could probably like, you can see the announcements. Like they gave the right amount of information to A, keep you interested, but B, tell you, no, we've got this. We know where we're heading to. Yeah. Like phase one, they were like, phase one, they were open. Oh yeah, it's, we're going to be bringing the Avengers together in the big movie. Mm-hmm. That's that's the end game of this phase one. Yeah, is an Avengers assemble. They weren't they weren't hiding that. No, the only thing they hid was what what would happen in each individual story, so that people would go and see each mm-hmm. individual story. They they can't sit there and go, oh yeah, so we're going to do Thor now. What's going to happen is Thor is that Thor is going to uh, lose. He's going to be told that he isn't actually worthy of being holding Mjolnir. It's going to be sent to Earth, and he's going to have to, and he's going to go down to Earth, depowered, and actually prove his worth. They, yeah. they, they 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 don't do that. What they turn around and say is, we've cast these people as these characters. The story is going to take place on Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Done. Yeah. 
Yeah. And like actually through each phase of the MCU, they've been really good at giving that level of information, allowing fans to sort of think about stuff. But what they haven't done is, yeah, it's just, I don't know. And so sites like that are just, I hate them. I hate them. Yeah. And they encourage, and it's like, they encourage that thing of like fans theorizing, 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 and then disappointing themselves when their own theories don't come forward. And then actually suck a little bit of enjoyment out of the, of these things. Yeah, they do. They do. They absolutely, because it also, it helps generate some of the other toxicity that's going on because. The entitlement. Yeah. uh, Yeah. And uh, so, so that when it doesn't turn out to be what's, printed people get angry that's what it should have been it shouldn't have been anything Anything. it is what it is there's not a specific thing that it should be although you know i'm guilty of saying oh what they should have done was this i'm guilty of saying that we're all guilty of it me too yeah um you know i'm not um you know as you say doing it for clicks or anything like that though without these sites without these sites what would we talk about what would we talk about in the sodium story segment Well, instead of sodium stories, we'd probably just do more of the next thing, which is yes! Fantastic Five. Let's do it. When your brain is in a twist, cause you've got to make a list of the best things of all time, or the worst things we can find. It's a fair and fabulous phenomenal Fantastic Five. We came up with this one on uh, on Wednesday while we were talking. Yeah, during the stream. During the stream. During yeah, the stream. Yeah. I, I, like, I like you on the stream like, write this down, we will forget. <laughs> Um, yeah, we did not forget. We did not forget. We put together a list. We didn't have any crossovers, which was uh, amazing. Damn impressive considering the subject. But there is, there is, so, so the subject was video game film adaptations. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to, there's, 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 oh, was it just, no, not specifically film actually, was it? It was just, just. No, it, no, it wasn't specifically video games. It was, it was games. Just game adaptations. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. So game adaptations, but bizarrely, um, there is, there is, um, uh, an honorable mention that we should talk about, um, that neither of us put in our list. Which is? Mortal Kombat. Oh yes. Neither of us put that in. No, 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 no. The the, the original 1995 one. Oh yeah. Neither of us chose that, and lots of people consider that to be one of the best video game adaptations, despite the fact that it's objectively not. It's uh, you know it's got that nostalgia feels. It has the characters that look right. But they, it, it, but everything is, else is terrible. Everything else is terrible. Raiden is played by a French white man. Yeah. Um, despite the fact that he is hilarious in it, he's very funny in it. Christopher Lambert is is is, is very funny in that film. Um, but Liu Kang is uh, weak. I have to say, out of all, yep. you know, he he's he's just weak. Um, there, Shang Tsung is nailed. Goro has moments of looking good, but actually is just a very strange puppet looking creature. Yeah. Sub-Zero and Scorpion are not even close to what their characters are in the game. Yep. So it's, whilst I understand the nostalgia for it, it just wasn't good enough to make any of our lists. No, no, not at all. It's terrible. <laughs> Which is funny because, okay, anyway, no, let's, <laughs> get on the list. Let's, get, let's get on of our lists. Let's get on of our lists. Do you want me to go first? Do you want to go first? I'll go first this week. Okay, you want to? Yeah, yeah you've yeah, got to yeah. talk about this one. You've got to. T- yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my number five on the list. Because like we didn't say, we didn't say the best. No, uh, no, it's never the best. It's our favorites. That's why we have two different well, lists. Not, 
yeah, and I wouldn't even call this a favorite. All right. What I would call this one is that thanks, this is the gold standard of how not to do video game adaptation films. Like, yes. there has been no video game there's no game adaptation film that has been worse than this one and this 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 is this is like they got everything wrong in it they got the characters wrong they got the setting wrong they got the story wrong and the stories from the set are like horrific they're like oh yeah like you they they they, they, they just didn't care um the actors were getting high on set um it was an absolutely and it, you can, when you watch it, it is an absolute clusterfuck of a film. And I remember loving it when I was a kid. Like, I did I actually, too. Ch yeah. tell, tell, tell the people what it is. You haven't said what the, the film movie, is. The movie, as I said, the gold standard of how not to do video game adaptations. The movie is Super Mario Brothers. Hey. It is the worst like it it's, is the most perfect film to watch when you're sick and at home that's yes. what i found is yeah. you know when you when you're ill and you're just like i need to watch a shit movie yeah yeah there's because like it is super mario brothers in name only <laughs> like like yes the brothers are plumbers yes one's wearing majority red and one's wearing majority green but their characters are nothing like the video game characters there. And I, and I, and I say this cause this was brought back. This was brought out in the early nineties. Yeah. Like the only, the only real Mario brothers at that point was Mario brothers. Yeah. A side scrolling <laughs> platformer. It, you know, it, it, they'd got to super Mario world cause Yoshi was in the film. So they, yeah. They, that, that, oh that God. Was yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 So like rather than, but rather than base Mario on any, like it should have been an animation for a start. Um, it should have been based in the Mushroom Kingdom. Maybe like the technology didn't exist in the early nineties for them to make a realistic live action uh, Mushroom Kingdom that would have been believable. But, but it was the Mushroom Kingdom. That's actually that's one of the only decent lines in the film is because there's fungus everywhere and one goes and then you're just gonna wallow here in your Mushroom Kingdom. No, but like it's like, not I the mush. Like you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I no, mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's my castles? Yes. where's my where's my it's just dude where's my castle dude where's my castle that's what the movie should have been called um it's so objectively terrible like i i i am i'm a very big proponent of saying that no movie is objectively terrible there's subjectively terrible or subjectively good but this movie is objectively terrible like it is Everything is wrong about like even if you took around this if even if you put aside the fact that it's supposed to be based on the Mario Brothers game, mm. it's an objectively terrible film in its own right. I kind of like the concept of it. I do kind of like the concept of it that there's this parallel universe where people evolved from dinosaurs as opposed to apes. I quite yeah. like that concept. Yeah, but it's not done well. No, it's not. No, 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 no. It's not done well. But the concept I think is actually quite like it. It, it was the start of something that could have been good. Not Mario Brothers, of course, but good science no. fiction. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's just objectively terrible. And that's I. The only reason I put it on this list, right, as Fantastic Five. Is not because of it being good, not because I enjoy it, but I have to recognize kind of like how bad it was. Oh, yeah. That it's become 
the stuff of myth and legend. Yeah. Like it's 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 so when people think of video game movies, like this is one of the first that people think of. And also think of like why video game movies can never work because they bring up this as an example. Mm-hmm. And they're not entirely wrong as we go through this list. There is a big problem with video game movie uh, and games. I, I say video, I keep saying video games, but games as well, like board games, video games, whatever. Mm-hmm. There's a big problem of trying to adapt them to movies um, because movies are all about storytelling. Yeah. And games are not about storytelling. Essentially, they are. Mm. You have to have a story to, to, to tell, but actually it's about mechanics and mm inserting yourself you know if a game you're inserting yourself into a story you're inserting yourself into a situation whereas movies are watching that situation and watching it unfold in front of you and you lose you lose a lot and so it's it's a weird one like it's it's weird doing fantastic five because it feels like i don't think there's any I don't know. I don't know. Let's, let's go through the list and we'll, we'll, we'll okay. see how this so, works no, out. I mean, it's a, it's a solid number five. It's a solid number yeah. five. I, number I five? agree. I agree. My number five is, again, what some people do consider to be a pretty terrible video game adaptation. I yeah. think um, as an adaptation of a, the game, yeah, not very good. As a film, I don't mind it. I quite, okay. I quite enjoy it. It has moments that I actually kind of like. And, you know, I, I know people question my tastes uh, a lot with certain things. Uh, I am a forgiving viewer. That, that, that is me. I, it's, it's that thing of w- when I enjoy something, it's whether I recognise that the people making the film have achieved what they set out to achieve. And mm. whether that, it, you know, sometimes in a bad movie, they can still achieve that. And that will mean I will enjoy the film, whether it's good or bad. I go, yeah. oh, well, they, it seems they've achieved what they set out to do. And yes. that film um, is Hitman. Not Hitman Agent 47, the one with Zach Quinto and the other one. The first one with Timoth- Timothy Oliphant and oh uh, Olga Kurilenko. Yes. Um, and, um, oh my God, he's, he's the guy who played Desmond in um, in Lost. He was in it as well. Yep. Um, Do Gray Scott, the original Wolverine. Oh <laughs> he's, my God. He's in it as well. It's... Look, it's it's not great, especially as an adaptation. It has a really dodgy scene in it where um, yeah. he 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 break he falls through a window, uh, and uh, there's a, it interrupts a couple of kids playing Hitman, uh, which was a, a, a really cheesy nod, which I didn't like. Um, but in terms of what like the story is, uh, where he has to assassinate um, this person, but then it turns out that he didn't kill the the actual person. He killed the the the, the lookalike. Someone had had surgery to look like mm, this person, mm. and all that. So it's a bit you know over the top fantastical. But yeah. for me, it kind of worked. Timothy Oliphant maybe not be the the best to play Agent Forty Seven. Yeah, uh, it certainly wasn't my first choice. Uh huh. He doesn't suit the skinhead for a start. He he really yeah. doesn't. He looks weird. He looks like um he looks like one of those uh, Siamese cats. He just he just doesn't look right. You know, it, yeah. it's very odd. But the the story I thought was actually all right. I thought it was all right as an adaptation. No, but as a as a standalone film, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And also, I when I when it came out, I fancied Olga, Olga Kurilenko, as did many 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 people. Mm-hmm. Um. So so you know, I was on board with that. It's fine. 
it's fine. It's not the best. That's why it's number five. But I think it's I think it's one of the more solid adaptations out there that I don't think people give it enough credit for and just enjoy it as a film as opposed to, oh, but it's not a good adaptation because they changed the story and he wasn't a clone. He was uh, actually from like a, an, an orphanage and blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's fine. It's fine. You don't know that in the sequel they would have established that the people in the orphanage actually were clones. And uh, 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 But, you know, you just don't know because they it never got the sequel. Yeah, it's got yeah, some yeah. really good fight sequences. So, you know, it's it's a solid, mediocre film. <laughs> and that's why it's my uh, number five. Okay, good number five. I've never seen it. But Have you yeah, not? Good number five. No, Give I've it a go. It. I've just, I've never, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll, Give okay, it a go. Fine. It's not great, okay. but, you, you know, you might enjoy it. Yeah. Um, cool. What's, uh, what's your number four? My number four is Detective Pikachu. Okay. Yeah, have you have you ever played Detective I've Pikachu? I've not played game? it. I've seen the film. I've not played yeah. it. The film's fine. This is the thing, right, about this whole list. It's fine. That, yeah, all the films are fine. There's none that stand out like for me. Like, mm. well, no, no. I, I, when we get to my number one, I, I will give a passionate defense of my number okay, one, sure. and actually my number two as well. Um, Detective Pikachu is fine. Um, it's relatively inoffensive. As a game, Detective Pikachu is fine as well. It's not the best Pokemon game, but yeah. it's fine. This one's fun because, you know, Ryan Reynolds vo- uh, voicing Pikachu is quite yeah. fun having that. Um, the story is quite coherent, you know. It does rely on a lot of you knowing the, the lore of Pokemon and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's it it works as a film. It does what it needs to do. It kind of works. Um... I'm okay with it. It's not a movie I'd watch again, but I'm glad that I did watch it. So yeah, yeah, that's 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 the best I can give it, and that's why it is on the on the list because it's an inoffensive film. It works as a film, like, and that's I, I can't say that about a lot of video game adaptations. It sticks to the story quite closely, doesn't it? The yeah. film and the, yeah. the, the the game, which yeah. is rare for a video game film, to be honest. Exactly. Well, as I said, as again, I'm I'm going to keep coming back to the point that I made. It's a different type of storytelling. It's a different like stories in games are so different from stories in films. As I said, it's a, it's a different immersive appear. Like I'm mystery. not saying there's no stories uh, stories in games. Like there are some games that have no story. Is there a story in Rocket League? Hell no. No. (laughs) Is there a story in Red Dead Redemption 2? Hell yeah. But it's a different, like, watching the cuts, if you you watched all the cutscenes in Red Dead Redemption 2, it's not that interesting. What's interesting is the missions. Like, that's that's what gaming is. It's about being immersed in the story. So anyway, Mm. that's my number four. I like it. I like it. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's, it's it's a solid film. It's it's certainly yeah. one of the better ones. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, what's your number? What's your number four? My number four. Um, I reviewed this film. I right. reviewed this film when I was when I was uh, doing a YouTube review thing back yeah. in 2018. Oh my god! Even mm-hmm. that feels a long time ago. Um, this for a short while was what I considered to be the best video game adaptation, despite the fact that I didn't particularly like it, but I was like, well, this is the mo- one of the most solid video game adaptations I've ever yeah. seen. Um, certainly better than its predecessors that also tried to adapt the game. And that is yeah. the new Tomb Raider. Ah, cool. It has some good bits. I was quite pleased that it didn't go with the fantastical 
it, it felt like it was going to. I was like, oh my God, if this all of a sudden turns into a Skybeam story and, yeah. you know, all of that, you know, it's always a Skybeam type thing. I, I just was like, no, I, 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 I'm not in. But it turned out not to be. And it was like, it was actually just a very potent virus. So it wasn't like a, a, an evil, like curse that killed people. It was just, it was a virus, which I yeah. thought was actually quite a nice little touch. Um, however... So right, let me give you this. This was this was the observation I made. Let me get, just give you the opening section, and tell me if it sounds like another film that you've seen and I know that you like. Okay, go on. It starts off with a young adult. Let's say it's a young adult. They've lived their life with their dad missing. Their dad, the owner of a massive like company a very rich, very rich parent that left behind a legacy. Now, it's up to that young adult to fulfill that legacy. But instead, they live a rebellious life, sometimes riding around on a bike, being chased by people. And then they get arrested. And it turns out that they get bailed out by an old friend of their missing father. Does this not sound like the opening for Tron Legacy. <laughs> and the only thing that would be if later on in that film, they discovered their father was alive the whole time, but just it's had like, a massive yeah. beard. It's exactly what happens in Tomb Raider. <laughs> it's exactly oh, what mate. happens. So I'm sitting there uh, watching it going, hold on a minute. This, this isn't I've Tron Legacy, this. but it's very parallel to Tron Legacy. It has a lot of parallels. So, uh, but it's, it is, it is a solid film. It is a solid film. It's just, you know, yeah. is it a favorite? No, that's why it's number four on my list and not near the top. But as an adaptation, I got to say, I got to give it props. It's, you know, it's, it's a decent film. It yeah. could have been terrible. Ali yeah. The only, one of the only big problems with it was uh, there's a scene in the trailer where she gets the two guns and you're like, oh, it's Lara Croft with her two guns. And she's like, I'll take both. Yeah. That's actually like a, a mid credits sting. They actually put that in the trailer. They basically put like the final scene in the entire movie in the trailer. Yeah. I don't understand why they, that it's annoying when they do that. You're like, that's the last scene. What are you doing? Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but that's my uh, that's my number four. It's solid, but um, not with with not a lot of substance. Okay, okay. What's your number fair three? Play, so my number three is my one and only board game adaptation. Yeah. Okay, and do you know what? What? I think this movie's great. It, oh no, it is. It is. It's, it's, it's objectively great. Yeah. I mean, the, the cast. You know, Tim Curry. Christopher Lloyd, Michael McKean. I mean, come on. Yeah. That's like just those three names alone. It's Clue. Yeah. Very good. It's, it's, it, you know, it, it was, it didn't do well at the cinema. It got mixed reviews. It has three endings. Yeah, I know. That's, that's, if like, you went to cinema in 1985 to go watch this film, you would see a different ending. Yeah. Depending on else. which cinema you went to. Yeah. 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 It's incredible. I love it. It's, it's a dark comedy. It, it works. Now, I'm all on board of it. Like, I, I, what else do you want me to say about it? It's a great film. It is. In fact, I, I need to watch it again. I haven't seen it in yeah. so long. Yeah, it's been years since I last watched it, but I need to watch it again. And 
it is if you buy if you buy a home release if you get like a like i know on dvds they, they, you get all three endings so you can watch mm-hmm. all three endings which is really really cool as well but no it's, it's it's objectively a good film and it works it absolutely they, they they take the concept of the game clue and create a funny dark just tim curry oh t- and do you know what it's got tim curry Oh that's yeah, it. that's that's gonna that's gonna just just, just shove Tim Curry into anything. It's automatically good. Yeah. So there you Why go. Why isn't it your there number you one then? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, 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 no. We'll get to that. <laughs> you'll, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. But yeah, it's it's an objectively good film. It's done well. Watch it. There's, I'm now into the section of my uh, my Fantastic Five where actually the films are uh, the adaptations are good. I feel that way with mine as well. I feel that way with mine yeah. as well. But I, I want to say just one more thing with Clue. It kind of feels like it would be a really good Jackbox game. Oh my God, yes. And it's, I'm surprised that someone hasn't been able to do that, to actually make like a proper, you know, also what would make a good, uh, just a, a tangent, atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember atmosphere? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> oh, you- atmosphere. Yeah. If someone can, if someone can send like rip the VHS onto like <laughs> digital, oh, that'd be great. Well up for that. <laughs> What's your uh, number three? My number three is uh, is 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 what I consider to be one of the better horror video game adaptations. Go on. Um, and it's not the re- any of the Resident Evils because they mm. can suck it. They are terrible. Uh, do not like them. But the first Silent Hill film. That was good. I enjoyed that when it came out. Mm, I really mm. enjoyed that. It was scary. It was messed up, like really messed up. Like there was some brutal stuff in that. There's a there's a scene where yeah. um, uh, I think that the only name this character has is Pyramid Head. Um, he 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 picks up this woman and grabs her chest and just yeah. rips off all her skin in one in one go. It is mm. brutal, yeah. but the story is creepy. It's got mm-hmm. um, uh, the Borg Queen, Alice Krieg, uh, is is in it as well as yeah. uh, essentially very very Borg Queen esque. She's just she she's almost like a witch, but she's not a witch. She's just the leader of a religious uh, cult. But yep. you still there's a lot of mystery where it feels like when it gets to the ending you're sort of led to believe that they've kind of been dead the whole time, but they're not. It's like they're in a parallel universe or something. Uh It's just, it's very ethereal and weird and the the tone is right. There's one bit that really does feel like a video game where it's like, take this map and follow this here. And it's like, okay, this is, this is a video game right now. I'm, I'm I'm like watching someone play a game, Um, but it works. I really like it. It's a solid entry into the video game adaptations. It nice. it deserves to be up there, I think. Cool. I I've not seen it, but yeah. Well, you don't really like horror, so no, you probably wouldn't like it. <laughs> Your no, face I when I told you about I was a big fan of the Silent Hill game. Oh right, okay. 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 It took me took me months to play because I was terrified <laughs> playing it. But I'm a big fan of it. I thought it was really good. Yeah, no, and it's Sean Bean and he doesn't die. Oh my god! I know he needs to die in Snowpiercer. Anyway, <laughs> he um, will. <laughs> What's your number three? I've done my number three. Oh, What's your number two? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, my number two. Um, my number two. I think it might be a little bit controversial, um, but I actually think this is a good film. 
Um, I actually really, I actually really, really enjoyed this. Um, I say this is going to be controversial. Okay. It's Warcraft. I've not seen it. I actually enjoyed this quite a lot. Like it's, so the thing about Warcraft is that Warcraft is, you know, it's a massively multiplayer, you know, online. It's, it's huge. Yeah. Anyway, the point is, is there are stories told in that game, but the point is, is the game is so big that you can choose to take part in what stories you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like this. I think it works this because what it does is it doesn't try to follow any of the stories that I don't think it believes. I don't believe I don't believe it follows any of the stories that have been told in the game. I think essentially what it does, it goes, this is the world of Warcraft and we're going to tell a story in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it works. It utterly works for me. I, I just I just think it's a really it's actually if you like fantasy. It's a film worth watching. It's it's genuine. Like you can, I I feel like you can separate this from the game as well, which is quite an impressive feat. Um, I think for video game adaptations, it stands up on its own as a movie, as opposed to ha- having to lean heavily on the character that is created in, uh, in a, in a in a film. So no, I actually, I actually really really enjoyed it, and I I know it's a bit controversial. I know like if you go into Rotten Tomatoes, it's got twenty eight percent approval from yeah, it's terrible. It's, I like. It should be objectively terrible, but I actually think it's not. I think it's actually quite a lot of fun. And I, I watched it and I went, no, I, I actually genuinely enjoyed that film. Oh. And I think it's, I think, I think it's solid. Well, you know so who directed it? Uh, who was it again? It's Duncan Jones. Oh yes, of course. Yeah, he yeah, did, yeah. Like, Moon and Source Code, which are both good films. Yeah. He's a good director. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, whether, whether you like the story or not, you know, it's, it's, it's been well made. He, like he's good yeah. at his craft. So, yeah. you know. No, it's I, I genuinely think it's worth watching. And I think people I, I think I think it's I think it suffers because it's associated with World of Warcraft and people were expecting maybe expecting something mm. that they didn't get. But actually, if you think about it as a uh story that's told within the war, world of Warcraft and it's a, a fantasy story, it's good. I really like it. Cool. So there you go. Good yeah. yeah. Good. Good for you watch it <laughs> i will i will i will uh, but you know me i'm not a big fantasy fantasy person you know i'm not big on lord yeah. of the rings or any of that sort of stuff yeah. so yeah. so warcraft was never I, I i never got into the warcraft craze so i was like i'm i'm you know I, yeah, you, yeah totally, man. it's like you totally. can enjoy it i i'll i'll enjoy my science fiction pew 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 so that's yeah. fine for me that's fine for me okay good yeah What's your number two? My number two, I think I talked about on my very first podcast as a co-host. I love this film. Uh, I think it's funny. I think it's got more heart than it. Oh, you did. It's got more heart than it it, it dares really. It has any, um, Mm. it it basically, it just shouldn't. It shouldn't. It has no, I've forgotten the word that I'm actually looking for. I'm so tired. Um, But yeah, it has no business being as good as it ended up being it really is the video game in name alone and in the type of creatures in it and this this is this is rampage right rampage is 
I saw this and I reviewed this again. I reviewed this the same year I reviewed Tomb Raider and straight yeah. away I was like, this has already taken the spot of what I think is the best video game adaptation. And ah. like, it, it doesn't follow the video game at all because in the video game, when you're the giant creatures, when you lose all your energy, you shrink down and become a man and then you sort of sidle off the screen naked. Um, yeah. These creatures aren't of man. They're not evolved people. They're just giant creatures they're just overly evolved so there's a gorilla who gets exposed to this uh thing uh, and he becomes giant same with a crocodile yeah. and same with a wolf and it works though it it for me it works it's funny it's cheesy it it does everything right it again is what that thing is of what i said earlier it achieves what it sets out to do and that's to make a silly monster movie giant monsters yeah. going through the city it, it achieves everything that it's supposed to do the yeah. villains are paper thin in terms of their motivations we just want money oh this is going to get us lots and lots of money and it's you know it's it's a bit naff but the rock sells it he really sells it and you feel for like you know he, he his love for the character of george the the albino gorilla it's mm. it's really lovely. I, I think it's the one video game movie that you will watch that might actually make you cry a little. Oh, and I okay. don't think there's a lot of that. I don't think there's a lot of that. And I think this one mm. is the closest you'd get to it. Yeah. That's my number okay. two. Nice. Good show. So, okay. Show. This is it. This is it. This is it, people. What is okay. Rick's number one game adaptation? I have no shame in this, but it's Sonic the Hedgehog. There's no shame to be had with it. I think it's a solid movie. It is a solid I think movie. It's, I think it's, it's so funny as well because it was so controversial with that first um, uh, trailer. Yeah. Yeah, the look of Sonic. And you know what? It's... It, it, this is an interesting thing where people are like, oh, they, 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 they retooled him and therefore they retooled the entire movie and they made the movie better because of that. But you're telling me... They they pretty much made the entire movie. At this point, they were in post-production. Like most yeah. times when trailers come out, the movie's in post-production, which means yeah. the film has been filmed, the story's been edited, it's down to where they want it to be. All they're doing now is sorting out the special effects. Yeah? So what they did is that they had to put a trailer out. They were in the early days of their special effects, or whatever. They were at a certain phase of special effects, and they went, cool, throw this out. And they got it wrong. They got the look of Sonic wrong. And that's what got the backlash. They didn't change the entire movie because of the look no. of the backlash against what look. All they did was they went back and just retooled the look of Sonic in the scenes that had already been done. Yeah. And you know what? This movie, it's so much fun. It's exactly, it's with, the, right. So here's the thing the movie if you're going to do a sonic the hedgehog movie there's one of two ways you're going to do it. it's going to be complete either it's going to be completely animated and it's all based in the green hill zone or wherever you know it's blah, the planet blah. mobius is where sonic's yeah. from oh, the planet mobius it's, and it's all based on there and they never leave it and it's it has to be animated because of how fantastical it is but instead what they did is they brought him to earth and they did great they did a great job. Yeah, it's sort of, they basically treat Earth as, Earth is one of the possible special stages that you can visit by yeah. using a ring. So uh, yeah. it, it kind of works in that respect, yeah. Yeah, no, I, but like the pairing up with uh, James Marsden, um, his character, worked for me. Mm -hmm. um, Jim Carrey, 
brilliant. Oh, he was so, he was brilliant. He was brilliant. He was like early days Jim Carrey yeah. as well. Like Jim Carrey at the at his peak. Um, he just absolutely stole every scene as Dr. Robotnik. Of course he I was... want a latte. I love the way you make them. <laughs> yeah. He was just brilliant. He was just, just brilliant. There's going to be a second one. Yeah. And you know what? I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. If they can continue, if they can continue what they've done in this movie, then I'm all for it. Um, I think it is probably for, for, for the subject matter of the, like, you know, the game itself of all the adaptations they could have done. I think this absolutely works and it's the best adaptation they could have done to bring it into the real world. And I really, really enjoy it. I think it's worth a watch. It's true. It's all true. There you go. That's my number one. It's a good number Sonic one. It's a good number one. What's your number one? Better than your number one. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> the problem with this one, though, uh, this one was never released in the cinemas, I don't think. Right. But I think people do consider it to be like one of the most solid telling of a video game story ever. Uh, mm-hmm. And 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 it it follows what the initial law is, whilst adding some new stuff, but all does it in a way certainly better than the live action version. Because that's right, this is an yeah. animated film. This is an animated right. film, uh, and you can feel where the live action film tried to kind of follow some of the animated film, mm-hmm. but this is Street Fighter, the animated movie. Now, for a start, there are actual street fights in it. Yeah. Which no other adaptation, like Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun-Li. Uh, I would mm. recommend watching Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun-Li if you want to see a masterclass on how to act absolutely terribly. The guy, um, I forget his actual name, but the, he, he's like Charlie Nash in The Legend yeah. of Chun-Li. Uh, he's a cop. Uh, and he's he's just the worst. He's just the worst actor. He's the he's the guy from American Pie that dates uh, Mina Savari. Um, right. He's so bad. Like I've never seen an actor be that terrible in a film. They got that so wrong. But the animated Street Fighter film, mm-hmm. it does it it does good stuff with Ryu. It does good stuff with right. Ryu and Ken. It does great stuff with yep. that. Bison is a proper bastard. He is evil as shit. You've got yeah. Blanca being Blanca. You've got Dal Sim being Dal Sim. You've got E Honda being E Honda. All of the characters mm-hmm. are who they are supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, so nothing feels out of the ordinary. You are satisfied yeah. by the end of that film. You like you were like you know what that was a Street Fighter movie. That was not just yeah, a Street yeah. Fighter. It was a Street Fighter Two movie. It's like yeah. Street Fighter Two, Street Fighter One. The game, you know, it's it's just. <laughs> um, but it's it's I, I I just it's just really solid, adapt uh, adapting. Yeah, it's just really solid yeah. adapting, yeah. and. You just, all all I think I want is a live action version of that animated film. No one's going to do that because <laughs> no, like, no. It, it, you know, the, the story's already been told. You already know the ending and all of that. That's mm, why they change mm. these stories because, you know, deep down, we don't want a, a, a straight adaptation. We don't want that. No. We think we do. But then when we see it, we go, yeah, but I knew the ending was coming. So you're yeah. not surprised. You're not, nothing shocks you. Uh, so, so of course you don't want that. You think you do, but you don't. Yeah. But you don't want a complete diversion like 
the Jean-Claude Van Damme. You don't want a man from Brussels playing the all-American hero Guile. You know, it's just weird. Guile shouldn't have a French accent. Yeah. Uh, he should be an American. Yes. Uh, you also, Bolrog and E. Honda. Like, E. Honda shouldn't be Hawaiian. He should be Japanese, not a Hawaiian <laughs> cameraman for Chun-Li's news network. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. You want at least some faithfulness. Mm. And I do feel that the animated Street Fighter film is just, it just does the best job of actually bringing to life what you love about that game. Excellent. I've not seen it, but I, I'm going to now. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's great. It's, it's manga. It's manga animation. Yeah, it's yeah, proper yeah. good. It's proper, proper good. So, uh, yeah, enjoy. I will. Thank you very much. That's a, that's a good number one. Yeah, we've got a lot to add. Not We've got a list that has made us make a new list of things to watch. Excellent. Good Fantastic Five. Well done. When your brain is in a twist Cause you've got to make a list Of the best things of all time Or the worst things we can find It's a fair and fabulous Phenomenal Fantastic Five The amount of movies I had to leave out Oh yeah, no I, 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 You know how difficult, yeah As difficult this was like, it was. I mean, part of me was wanting to put the Jean-Claude Van Damme Street Fighter on here because just yeah. I just wanted to talk about it. But uh, yeah, I, I almost put Battleship just so I could talk about it. Yeah. Uh, also, it's... the original Lara Croft Tomb Raider, just because Chris Barry as her butler uh, yeah. was was fantastic. So, you know, there are there are other video game uh, and game adaptation films that are worth seeing just for the crack. Yeah, I... Uh... This is the thing about video game adaptations is sometimes it's worth seeing the movie because of how bad it actually is. Oh, I just, you know what? It was fun. It was fun. I enjoyed putting that list together. Yep. It was difficult, probably the most difficult list to put together, but it was fun to do. So well done. Well, well done, done us. And that is the end of the podcast. Mm. Hope you've enjoyed it as much as we've enjoyed it. Uh, if you have, just a couple of things to ask you to do that can help us. Uh, if you haven't already, make sure you hit subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to. Leave us a review as well, wherever you're listening. If you can, leave us a review. Reviews will help us climb the rankings in the podcasting. And of course, give us a share. Tell people about the podcast. Tell your mum about this podcast. Don't tell your mum about this podcast. Tell someone else. Tell people you like about this podcast. No, wait, do you like your mum? I would I would like you to tell your mum about this podcast. Yeah, okay. I would like I got, that. I, I, I don't know why. I don't know what happened. I'd like there. that a lot. Okay. That's really creepy. <laughs> it's just you trying to get revenge on the uh, the other week. No, 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 no. I'm just, you know. How can people tell their mums about our podcast? Well, uh, they can find us on Mumsnet. They can find us. <laughs> <laughs> no, they can... where they're very angry about us. <laughs> There's a whole forum. The whole forum of the Geekatorium there. Um, but seriously, no, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can find us both on Twitch. And in fact, do follow us both on Twitch because like the other night, you may end up getting a, 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 a second podcast 
you know, you may end up getting, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's rather nice. And if you want to engage with us and give us suggestions for the podcast, that's probably one of the quickest ways you can actually uh, get an answer from us on whether we're actually yeah. going to do something. Just get into the chat, say something to us and we'll respond. Um, but another thing that you can do, which would be so grateful for, is if you could support us on Patreon. Now, with Patreon, you get access to the uh, the Discord. You get uh, some extra like clips. Uh, again, you get to throw in your suggestions with uh, a faster response than hearing from us weekly. Um, of course, you know, yes, with Twitter and Facebook, you know, we, we post stuff there, but we're, I, we need to up our engagement, you know, we need to up our engagement on there. Yeah, we really do. We really do. Um, now, with all of that, with Patreon, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, all of the socials, all you need to do is just Google search The Geekatorium. You will find us in all of our many forms. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. It's been good. We have a lot of forms Thanks. as well, you know. We have, uh, yeah. Yeah. When our rings combine... <laughs> form of the end of the podcast thanks for listening folks we'll see you next week bye bye